The way you train your teams to serve your guests plays a big role in their satisfaction and the success of your hospitality business. Today, we're learning from Stephanie Ledger, Chief Excellence Officer at First Rate Hospitality, about common mistakes she's seen, what makes for effective training, and how training and development can play a role in attracting and retaining more people to our businesses. Stephanie has extensive experience both in-house at luxury brands like Ritz-Carlton, as well as working as a service evaluator for Forbes Travel Guide, and has trained more than 20,000 people on providing remarkable hospitality to date. Stay tuned to learn how you can do this well. This is Hospitality Daily, the show that helps you stay informed and inspired each day by the most interesting people in hospitality. My name is Josiah McKenzie, and my goal is to help you reconnect with why you work in this industry and get fired up to go out there, delight others, and reach your goals. Let's get started. I'm curious what you're seeing and hearing and observing recently around some common service mistakes that maybe our listeners should be aware of so that they make sure that they're not making them. Yes. I mean, the first comes off to training. So we're still coming off of the pandemic and short staffing in many different markets and departments. And then we finally hire this person. We're so excited. And we basically throw them to the wolves because we need that body to taking care of the guests. And then they don't receive that proper training. And now they're providing wrong information to the guests. Maybe the guest is asking, oh, what time is dinner or reservations required? And then they're just going off the cuff of whatever they think, not knowing if they are providing the correct information or or not. So I would say, you know, still with the, the training and holding the staff accountable through their onboarding time period and not just being so eager beaver of throwing them out there. I would say we're still seeing that here, especially for markets that they're just in their busy season right now. Makes sense. I want to come back to training and talk more about that because I'm very interested in, in how you approach that. Is there anything else on the, the topic of service or common mistakes, anything else that you're seeing or hearing recently? I would say also too, with the lack of personalization. So we're still seeing our steps of service being very robotic and not having our employees personality show. And so yes, we have certain standards of, you know, that obtain to the brand, but we still want to making sure that the guest is experiencing something that they couldn't experience anywhere else. And that's also too, where the employees, where they're able to provide that personalization and not just being like, oh, checking in, room, your credit card and, and ID, we have you staying for your two nights, here you go, have a great day. But really being able to engage, oh, are you here for business or leisure? Or what are your plans? Can I make some uh, personal recommendations of where to go and those types of things? So I, we're still seeing, you know, the employees not being able to really show their personality as much and providing that personalized service to the guest. You've worked in a wide range of operational roles, right? And I imagine in those experiences, you received a lot of training. And so I'm curious what you learned as a hospitality provider that informs how you conduct training today and maybe what's different than maybe some of the typical training that you've seen out there. Yeah, I mean, it's experience, really being able to train based upon experience. And that's what I learned 
uh, very early on is, you know, usually we would have traditional HR directors as the trainers. And then training is saying, oh, yes, you have to use the guest name and you have to smile and do all these things in a timeliness fashion. And then it's really like, have you ever been at the front desk on a, a Sunday when we're trying to flip the house and the communication we need to do with the guests and housekeeping and all the different the departments and really knowing what's going on on a, a, a day that is just bonkers? And then to be like, no, I'm typically off. Sorry, HR. <laughs> but that's how it usually is. And so from there, I wanted to make sure for my training is speaking from my experience and giving individuals the tips and tricks that I have learned throughout the years and acknowledging it's not all rainbows and, and butterflies. We're going to have moments that you know, guests are not happy and we're doing the best that we can, but they're still not happy or things come up like a flood. Someone, a guest ends up filling up the bathroom unexpectedly. Um, but then how can we still be able to keep our integrity with our hospitality and our passion, but then getting through on the day to day of what needs to be done in providing that great service? It seems like a good takeaway for our listeners, because if they're working with you, you're going to be sharing from your own experiences, right? I think if we have listeners that are maybe doing it themselves, pulling from their own personal experiences, or you have some people in a corporate role that are organizing teams of people internally to do trainings for different things. And so it's an interesting kind of observation to like focus on those people that have done it and done well in doing it. And I imagine also having an ability to teach is like, it's more than just subject matter expertise, but there's a certain amount of communication, I imagine, in being an effective trainer. Oh, yes. I mean, I love it when I'll come in and we're getting to know each other and then they start pushing and challenging and they'll be like, well, have you ever done it? I was like, huh. Yes, I have. It works. This is what we're doing. <laughs> and then they're like, okay. Now, even, you know, an, an example is housekeeping. So, you know, when training with housekeeping and talking about how to making sure that we're properly cleaning the room. And I know there's some times that they'll cut corners. And during the training, I pointed out to them of those, you know, ways of cutting corners to showing that. I know where to inspect to making sure that the room is clean. And then they're like, oh, she knows her stuff. I'm like, yes. So you've trained more than 20,000 hospitality providers worldwide. And I think, you know, the best learning environments are a bit of a two-way street where you're sharing information, but also learning from them. And I think that is one of the you know unique perspectives that you have because you work with so many luxury brands, lifestyle brands. You get to see best practices, I imagine, from a lot of different perspectives. And I'm curious, what have you learned from the people that you've trained? It could be, you know, something specific, but, or just, just broadly in terms of managing those environments, what have you picked up from the training that you've provided? There's a lot of difference now with different generations. 
So now when providing feedback or changing certain uh, standards or tasks that are being done on a day-to-day basis is now you really can't say, okay, this is what we're going to do and everyone's on board. Uh, you really now have to take it in bite-sized pieces in providing that training to the individuals. So if we're having, um, say, someone that's more of an older generation, they've been at that property or in that position for 20 plus years. And now we are changing up their day to day routine. And now how can we make sure that at the ultimate that we're getting to our goal and making sure that they're on board and showing them the way. And then we have the a younger generation that's just entering into the workforce from college. And now they may be a little bit more sensitive to feedback is what I'm noticing. But then also too, they want it straight to the point as well. They're like, don't give me all the fluff. Tell me what I need to do in a sensible way. Interesting. I've talked to a lot of people over the past couple of weeks around how do we attract more people into hospitality? And I'm curious, what, is there anything that you heard from these summer interns in terms of what attracted them to the business or like how they were thinking about it? I mean, it really comes to making hospitality fun. We've had so much negativity on how bad our industry was affected through the pandemic, how so many people left the industry, were so short-staffed, and there was just so much negativity. But there's also, too, so much positivity that's in hospitality. And I think we just got to get back to that foundation to make it fun again. Just like when I was 17 and starting my career out in hospitality, Vitality. It was so much fun. I mean, yes, we had busy days. It was crazy. But we we're all working to, together and keeping that positivity in the culture instead of all this negativity. And I think that's for these um, next generation that's entering into the hospitality is how can we you know, showing how it's fun and keeping the positivity and also to all of the experiences that you get and the benefits about being part of the hospitality industry. How did you incorporate that into training? Maybe these interns specifically, because yeah, communicating the fun and the opportunity, what worked for you recently? I love sharing with them my story. So I can say that, yes, when I was 17, I went through high school, through college, in the hospitality industry, and I continued on with it. And look at all of the experiences that I've been able to do. I've really been able to manifest my own career path. And you can as well. You don't have to follow a a traditional path. You can find out what you like to do. And it was great, you know, talking to a lot of the summer interns where some of them really enjoyed food and beverage. They're like, I want to stay in food and beverage. And we discussed different ways that they can still be enabled to be in the food and beverage industry and creative ways too to be enabled to work with restaurants. And then I had others that are like, I don't like food and beverage. I like to do social media. I like to be able to engage with the guests. And so then looking at different ways for them as well to be able to see opportunities to still be into the hospitality. But a lot of it was talking to the interns and not just assuming and finding out what was their niche or what made them gravitate towards hospitality. 
Before we go, I want to let you know about a few more things. First, if you haven't done so already, subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite app to stay inspired each day by actionable insights from the most interesting people in hospitality. Second, I've started sharing videos and photos from the stories on the show on Instagram and YouTube, so if you'd like to see those or watch along, I encourage you to follow Hospitality Daily there so we can stay in touch. Third, if you'd like to listen to more conversations like the one you just heard, visit this podcast website at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com. I've spent a lot of time building out this website because I want to make it really easy for you to listen to the topics and guests that you are interested in, whether that's culture and leadership or operations or technology or something else. Browse and search the entire library of more than 400 episodes for some of the top leaders and innovators in hospitality at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com. Dot com to get ideas for delighting the people around you and reaching your business and career goals. I produce this podcast each day and give it away for free because I want us all to learn and grow together. If you enjoyed today's episode, I just have one favor to ask. Please take a moment to text or email this episode to a friend or colleague who might appreciate it as well. They'll be grateful to hear from you and what we covered in the show can help them as I hope it helped you today. Thanks for listening and I'll see you here tomorrow. 